Section 10 of Lives of the Ancient Philosophers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Lives of the Ancient Philosophers by Francois Fenelon. Section 10 Cleobulus. Cleobulus lived between the thirty-fifth and fifty-fifth Olympiad, being contemporary and of nearly the same age with Solon. Cleobulus, though one of the least important among the sages of Greece, was one of the most happy. He was the son of Ephagoras, a descendant of Hercules, and was born at Lindus, a maritime town in the island of Rhodes, where he flourished in the reign of Croesus, king of Lydia. Cleobulus manifested uncommon wisdom even from his earliest years. His countenance was prepossessing, his figure commanding, and his strength surprising. His youth was passed according to the fashion of his time, in travelling in Egypt in order to become acquainted with philosophy. On his return he united himself in wedlock with the most amiable woman and lived in the bosom of his family in undisturbed tranquillity. By this marriage he had a daughter, the celebrated Cleobulina, who by the able instruction of her father, seconded by her own application, obtained a degree of learning that enabled her to puzzle the greatest philosophers of her time especially by enigmatical questions she was moreover so unassuming and affectionate that she would herself wash the feet of the friends and guests whom her father invited to his entertainments on any festival cleobulus being chosen governor of the little state of lindus acquitted himself of his office with as much ease as if he had only had a single family to manage he avoided everything that might involve the country in wars and took care to keep on the most amicable terms as well with foreigners as with citizens the great merit of cleobulus in a literary point of view was the subtlety with which he proposed and the clearness with which he explained all descriptions of enigmatical questions and from him greece became famous for the application of enigmas which he had learned in egypt he was the author of the following i am the father of twelve sons each of whom has thirty daughters of very different kinds of beauty the complexions of some are white of others very black they are all immortal yet they each die every day by this enigma is signified the year Cleobulus is also the author of the epitaph on the tomb of midas wherein he bestows extraordinary praises on that monarch it has by some been improperly attributed to homer who lived long before midas Cleobulus held virtue principally to consist in avoiding injustice and other vices in which opinion horace coincides when he says virtue est vitium figur et sepentia prima stultitia caruse to fly from vice is virtue and most wise is he who folly shuns cleobulus used to say that order time and measure ought to be observed in all things 
that in order to banish the great folly of luxury which reigned in all states every citizen ought to be required to live in conformity with his actual rank and condition that nothing was more common in the world than great talkers and great ignorance endeavour said he always to cherish elevated sentiments and be neither faithless nor ungrateful do good to both your friends and enemies by this means you will retain the former and may win over the latter before you set out from home consider well what you are about to do and when you return examine with equal care all that you may have done speak little and listen attentively utter nothing to the disparagement of any one always give that advice which you sincerely believe to be right do not abandon yourself to your pleasures if you should have any enemies seek to be reconciled with them do nothing by violence endeavour to educate your children properly never make a jest of afflictions if fortune smile on you do not be lifted up by it neither suffer yourself to be cast down should she turn her back upon you seek to marry in your own rank if you choose a wife of birth superior to your own you will find a master in each of her relations particular attention ought to be paid to daughters they ought not to be allowed to marry except they add to the youth of virgins the conduct and understanding of matrons a man ought neither to praise his wife nor find fault with her before strangers in one case he shows his weakness in the other his folly when cleobulus understood that solon had bidden a final leave to his native country he did all in his power to induce him to take up his residence with himself and wrote to him thus you have many friends and i doubt not that they will all gladly throw open their doors to you for my own part however i believe that you would be more happy at lindus than anywhere else it is a maritime place and in possession of perfect freedom you will have nothing to fear from pisistratus whilst you remain here and all your friends can come to visit you in perfect security cleobulus was fortunate in being able to make the best of everything that fell to his lot his condition rose not above mediocrity but he kept himself free from the cares of the world he was happy in every relation of life as a father husband citizen and philosopher and died at the advanced age of more than seventy years as highly esteemed as he had been throughout his long life the inhabitants of lindus evinced the sincerest regret for his loss and erected a magnificent monument to his memory engraving on it an appropriate epitaph end of section ten